hey, we just started the recording, but we're going to be doing a live stream of the Mike Lindell event. I've never really done one of these, so I hope it does well. Uh, let me know if things appear the right way. Um, we got the full screen there. You've got Brennan Howes doing the Mike Lindell event here in, uh, or there in, uh, what's it called? Springfield, Missouri. I want to say a couple things. Um, I, you know, <laughs> I, I don't know what Mike Lindell is going to, I, I, don't, I don't know what he's going to do. I want lawful elections. I love my country. I have served in combat in two deployments. I've killed for this country. I've been blown up for this country. I've lost friends um, in service of this country. So if I, because I don't know what the plan is, I reserve the right to disagree. I reserve the right to say I don't like this plan. And that does not mean that I'm less of a patriot. I believe that people need to understand we need to reason together. My prayer is that it is a good idea. He certainly has touted it as uh, the thing that everyone will agree with. And I want to give him, clearly, I've, I've covered this for two days, I believe that elections are critical. Uh, because that is the method that our constitutional republic distributes power from the people, political power from the people to our government. And if you have bad elections, then you have bad distribution of power. And so I believe that you need efficacious elections. I believe that you need to be able to validate, verify, audit all those types of elections. Um, they're doing uh, the promo for my pillow, they're doing all that stuff. I've I've never received a dime from Mike Lindell. I do not have a Mike Lindell my pillow promo code, so uh, I am not financially tied to Mike Lindell. And as far as I'm concerned, uh, nothing that he does uh, impacts me financially. So wanted to get all that out there. Uh, honorably discharged combat veteran, served my nation, I want good elections, I'm a student of the law, the fundamental principles of the law, the Constitution, I want people to recognize they have all political power, I have advanced my own ideas to get right elections, that is called Operation Josiah, the link is in the description below, it is a step-by-step, self-paced process, that is a common law action, for remedy to get rid of machines to bring back lawful elections and it gives the power to the pe it clarifies the people have all political power and I believe it's unstoppable uh, I believe it's unstoppable because what we're doing in Josiah is we are arguing maladministration we are not arguing fraud we are not saying that people are doing things that are criminal even though I think that that's happening I believe when people recognize they have all political power, they can come to their government and tell their government what to do. And I don't think that my perspective, my paradigm is taught that much because it literally cuts through the multiple billion dollar, trillion dollar enterprises that are in charge. And when people realize that they have the political power, when they realize they have the right and the Constitution secures those rights and they understand the law, they won't run from government. They will go to government because government will be the servants. Government will be um, in service to the people because that's the government the founders gave us. And because we haven't been diligent, 
because we don't know what the law is, we are now more afraid of government. We, we treat government as an idol. Not an idol we like, but an idol we fear. And as a result of that, our government is tyrannical. Our culture is godless. The church believes that it should be disengaged and separate from politics when literally politics is about the people and the church is the ecclesia, those that are called out to do what? To teach the nations to obey King Jesus. So if the church has been called out from everybody else and the church's job from the creator is to teach the nations to obey, how can the church not be engaged with the body politic? How can the church not be engaged in politics? How can the church not teach the nations to obey the king? So I, I have theological disagreements with Christians that say that Christians shouldn't be in, involved in politics. I ju it just does not make sense to me. Now, let me be, be very clear. Salvation is not by what you do. It's You can't earn it. You can't retain it. You can't do any of that. It is, it is a 100% work of the Lord. It is 100% work of the Spirit. The Spirit, the Holy Spirit circumcises your heart when you, are, when you believe the gospel. When you believe that Jesus Christ died on the cross for your sins, he was buried and three days later he rose from the grave, that his, sin, that his blood washes away your sin, you believe that physical resurrection, you believe the king uh, died for you, you are saved. 100% a work of God. And now that you believe that, you better get to work. Now that you believe that, you better go to war the way Jesus wants you to. And that is to preach the gospel. That is to advance the truth. That is to love your neighbor. That is to manage your own affairs. That is to be the king in the domain that he has put you in. If he has given you 10 talents, he expects a return on that 10 talents. Five, he expects five. One, he expects one. Don't bury it in the ground. I see a lot of people with way more talent than me burying it in the ground or giving their knowledge away to not God. They give their knowledge to not the Bible. They don't bring all thoughts captive to King Jesus. And as a result of that, um, they believe garbage. They have stupid worldviews. They let lies linger because of celebrity, because of financial influence, because someone wants to be on someone else's podcast. And I hate this. I, I, I hate that. I don't hate those people. I hate the idea that folks want to be so you know popular that they want to you know work themselves into a position where they can benefit financially or you know from a famous position i care about my country i want to talk to people about the law i want to talk to people about getting rid of the elections because when people understand they have the political power and when they use the law by right they can they can make the government do whatever they want to because the government is instituted for our protection for our good and for our benefit and so if it is for the public good that government should do something, the people have the power to force the government to do it. And we need to understand that. That is what's written. That's literally written in these documents. Let me show you. Let me tune in to these guys real quick. Yeah, is that tended to treat, cure, or prevent any disease. There, I've covered my rear end. Okay, so he's still talking about stuff. But let me bring this up. Let's just go to our, and we'll cover um, all sorts of stuff. Where is this? The government's instituted for your benefit. These are your constitutions. I'm in Oklahoma. There's my Bill of Rights. 
My Bill of Rights right there in Oklahoma says what? All political powers inherent in the people. The government is instituted for the protection, security, and benefit to promote that general welfare. The people have the right to reform the same whenever the public good may require it. Whenever. Whenever the public good. Provided this, the change is not repugnant to the Constitution of the United States. The Constitution is not the statutes. The Constitution is not the case law. The Constitution is not stare decisis. The Constitution is not what the prosecutor says or what the governor says. The Constitution is the words of the Constitution. And we don't we don't think like that. All right, here's Mike. Here we go. I'm going to get say hello to everyone watching from around the world. Uh, we're streaming in 85 languages. And... And I just want to say a prayer here that we don't, because uh, that everything works, Lord. We've waited, I've waited, I've followed this the plan that you gave me. And I just pray, Lord, that this goes off, that this, that the word gets out of this plan to every, every person, that they can spread the word, that they can spread the word. And that this is the answer, this is the hope we've been waiting for, Jesus. We pray that every part, that people understand, that people realize that, hey, that we have to have secure elections, Lord. We have to have, we have to, if we don't have elections, we have nothing. It's over. And Lord, we thank you. I thank you, Lord, for every part of this, for every part, for every person that's been part of this, for every person that is, that is, that is uh, in our country. I pray for every single person in our country that they can be told that, hey, we have, we have a plan that's going to secure our elections, our sacred elections. And we ask all this in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Okay, we got a little bit of setup first. There's Jeff. I hope the, um, if you guys are on my telegram, could you please tell me if the sound is good? Message me, please, to tell me if the sound is good. I've got two monitors, so I can't see chat or anything. Or, or you can text, you can text the number on the screen, which is this phone right here. 918-845-9555. We'll take call, calls in, call-ins. Are you ready? Just get in position. <laughs> okay. Just give me a sign when you're ready. Are you ready? Okay. All right. Um, I've been telling you all, we've been told a lie over, over years now that the machines are not on the internet. If, all, if anybody just watching, that just tuned in now to frankspeech.com or any of the other networks that are running this, and uh, we, this morning we went over the biggest lie we've been told that's blocked all of our cyber evidence and everything. We're not on the internet. 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 I'm sorry, you, there's nothing to see here. We're not on the internet. We have been told this by every... Well, that's not me. That's them. Their stuff's wrong. Uh, could someone oh, message me okay, either either on the phone or on yeah. Telegram if my stuff's working? Please, Volume's Lord. good. Okay, good. What if this. I do this? I want to mute my mic. If I They'll mute my Jimmy mic, to talk can you guys about, right? still hear it? Let me do this. Hold on. Okay. This was the lie that's been told to every person in our country. It's also been told around the world to their countries. 
These electronic voting machines from routers to printers to polling books to, the, to uh, the computers, they're not online. Well, what if I told you, and what if I told you that there was a device that's been made for the first time in history that can tell okay. you that okay. that machine right. was online? Okay, I won't mute my mic. Okay. You know when you come into a room and we all got our cell phones and it lists off all the internets in the room? Producer of one. And then you have to have passwords and so on? If you had one of those internets, and they, uh, you, what if there was a device that showed you, hey, there's a device on my network. There's a device online. And then you could tell what the device was, where it was at, what the name of it was. ESNS 60503. Shameless promotion right here. You can get your coffee at humblewb.coffee if you want. <laughs> Shameless promotion. Uh, Mike Lindell, my pillow. Here we go. But demo. This is a demo. We have it, everybody. We have it. And then I'm going to tell you. And what if the, uh, there's a there's a. And what if I was to tell you? Well, I will save that part. Let's do this part of the plan first. We're gonna. Okay. So Jeff, why don't you show them what we did? What we did in Florida. Um, with this device, we went in and we uh, we did a. We, Jeff will show you that. Why don't you show? Clicker, is he the clicker? I think okay. they, hopefully they have it. Uh, okay. Ready to go. Okay, you guys in the back, do you have the? Do you have the? Do it up up there. The video. Yeah, they're ready to go. No, I said the the video. Yeah, they need to. Okay, then what? No, I'm talking in the back. The Election Crime Bureau is proud to introduce the WMD, or Wireless Monitoring Device. The Wireless Monitoring Device is a sophisticated network connection monitoring system, designed specifically with election security in mind. We have been told that our election computers are never connected to the Internet. The WMD will put that to the test, by detecting and reporting, in real-time, Wi-Fi connections in county and state election offices. All internet routers and access points will be reported, as well as any devices to which they connect. The WMD incorporates many years of research and state-of-the-art development. It is a low-weight, low-power device that uses only passive signal detection to detect online systems, and it will never interfere with any normal network operations. I already don't like it. I don't like machines. I don't like the idea that we're granting the presumption that we're on the internet. system will be quickly notified, and the alert will be displayed on the alert web page. You're going to rely on the internet to detect if you're on the internet, to use the internet to report that you're on the internet. These boxes display the information about the access points at the top and the wireless clients at the bottom box. If they're doing this for elections, doesn't this just kind of propose the idea that we do this for all sorts of other detections? The sheer amount of devices can make analyzing the map difficult, so this website gives you the opportunity to deselect any of the different kinds of devices. Note that the points on the map are color-coded to simplify identification. This is scary. As we deselect and update, those types of devices are removed from the map. Clicking on a device shown on the map displays additional information about that device in the bottom information window. Currently, the MAC address, 
the hardware vendor, and the first time the device was detected displays. Additional information will be continually added. The nearby checkbox allows you to view only the devices with the strongest signal. It grants the presumption. This means that they are nearest to the WMD detection device. It accepts the premise of internet. This allows you to filter out devices outside of the immediate area. All information is securely archived for later analysis. The wireless monitoring device is ready to be deployed in any election, from local, to presidential. Why couldn't it be hacked? Well, let me tell you everybody, we now can catch them in a lie! Okay? We don't want to prove fraud, we want maladministration. And now they're, Just now they're all, everybody's watching from home going, well you could have made that video, right? They could all say that, right? Well how would you like to see it demoed right here in this room? Okay, do we have the, do we have the, do we have a camera outside? We should, I think we're set. Okay, everybody, uh, if they're ready in the back, they need, we need, you guys need to watch the screen. Here we go. This is coming at you right now, everybody, outside the building. It's like China. You're gonna fly through a security device. It grants the presumption that we're on the internet for elections. I already don't like. I'm. I don't like it, guys. It's internet-based. Special delivery, everybody! Special delivery! And if I were a prosecuting attorney on the godless commies, I would attack the notion that that's calibrated, that it's regulated, that it's efficacious. I would say they've forged the data, they've hacked the stuff. It's, it's just, you know, endless court battles of, is this real? Is this certified? Is this not? It's, it's complex. This is taking it out of the realm of the common man. By the way, under that thing here, we, we you see what was under the black thing where before that was a surprise. But here it is. <laughs> this device. Mike. Mike. This device. I'm so excited I forget to use a mic. <laughs> you guys, this device, as it flew into this building, this wireless monitoring device. It just grabbed all of your cell phones, everybody in this room, every device that's on the internet right now. And let's see, can you put it up on the big screen? Now what this does, when this gathers information, I have a command center. I'm not even going to say what state, so they don't go after that. But there's the command center where this information goes down, it flashes, it'll go, uh, um, um, router online, just went online in, in, in Missouri, right? It goes there, it comes back, and, it, and now here's what just came in as we came into the building here. You see all the cell phones there, all the com computers, uh, we've got uh, all these things up there like you've seen that we pulled up in, uh, that we did in Florida. Now. 
Now, can you take, okay, he's blowing them up a little bit. So if you went there, each one of those, now, can you tell us, like, you, you see they're labeled cell phones, other, and this. Now, can you take out all the cell phones? Now, this is what we would be doing. This is, as it goes through this filter, imagine it's election, election night. Now, we already filtered this out. We were showing you that there's no device in the world that does what this does. Okay? It, it grants the presumption cap of the internet. passively captured, but it's, now it's going to tell you which device. So he just took out all the cell phones. Okay? And it's not a witness anymore. Now let's anymore. take uh, all the backstage off. There's no witness to this. It's just a device. There, no one's sworn under penalty of perjury. Yeah, that's hilarious, actually. So it's going to be endless. <laughs> again, okay. it's, it's battles of the you court. You can drill it down to Technical anything. Technical experts. Now, when we have, and we've done it before... Now we haven't been able to get, we didn't, we didn't want to take the chance. We could have got some machines in here, some actual election voting machines. We had them, we, were, we had access. But you know what, you see what happened in Michigan where they went after Matt DiPerno and all of them for having a machine, right? And aren't you going to need take that chance. This an is army of these boxes? The Okay. You're going to need a I'm box every single you, time there's what a we machine can do now, if who you're sells in the boxes. And you're here in uh, Springfield, Missouri, and you're in this room, and this is an election room. Beep, beep, beep. The router just went online. This red alert goes out there, and boom. And I'll tell you in a minute how you're all going to know in real time. Okay. But can, and they, we catch them in every single lie they've ever told. Show me where it's... Now, what do you think they're hiding, huh? But now we've got a way to monitor. We've never had this before in history. They can't. They can't lie to us anymore. And I want. They're not. The elections aren't being. It's not about lies. It's about the fact that the court system is facilitating these contracts and the statutes and the machines because people are granting corporations that are foreign entities the ability to contract with government to perform duties. It doesn't matter if they're not on the internet or not being on the internet doesn't invalidate the vote uh, because they're trying to prove fraud. Why don't you get rid of the machines and get back to paper ballots, human counting? If it's your school board election, you got this device, and you know what? You lied to me. You lied to me. You lied to me. And uh, so what? So, so Jeff, I want you to explain. It's not a law argument. That's not a law argument. When you... Uh, what this we're is, doing with the this filtering, is changing, so let's say you have... This is changing, uh, this is changing elections into testimonies of the people running the elections you see how it's 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 taking the the political event of an election and it's turning it into uh we're going to make sure people are telling the truth and it's just you're opening yourself up for things instead of getting good elections instead of going forward and demanding a higher standard you're accepting the fact that things are on the internet and we're grant we're giving them the beachhead. We're giving them the beachhead. That's that's the idea. The the beachhead has been granted. Polling books, it doesn't no matter. Polling books. You will know exactly. Uh, we can identify. And remember now. So let's say you're all in this room and you're all you're all in there in a voting, right? You know, we can turn off the turn out filter the cell phones, filter it down, and by the way, you can turn it on, turn it back off. It it, it says what's eliminated, what's not. Let's say you had people in there, by the way, if you have people in there that are, where they're doing cell phones and they're, and they're using that, that are using, they're tied in with it, it'll detect all this stuff. So you catch them in a lie that they're on the internet. And now we say, 
Um, what, we, what are we going to do with that information, right? How are we going to get that? How are you all going to see that? Um, we've got ours, right, Jeff? I mean, that's, is there anything else you want to show everybody? Well, I, I kind of just wanted to, if you don't mind, uh, point out one of the exciting things about this is it is proactive in that it lets us know when devices, when new devices come online. That's not uh, the issue. And, and the issue we, is the real vote. Time. Real time crime. It's elections, and this thing not process. can even send out text messages to people saying, hey, a new, a new uh, access point or a new printer came online in such and such a, right. uh, a place. So you get that when you're having this. Let's say you're a county clerk and you have one. They, they, let's say the machine companies have lied to you. And we've all been through that. You go into the county clerks and go, well, my machine, they told me they're not online. Who makes these machines that detect the internet? That's the thing. Who's who? Qui bono? Who's benefiting from the proliferation of these machines? You grant the beachhead, and now you've got to have one of these every single place that there's an election machine. Which how many precincts across the entire country? We're we're now. It's like there there's a there's an arms race of technology in elections where you've got the dark side which is hacking with the algorithms and now you've got the light side which is detecting the hacking of the algorithms and it's like why don't you just go paper with human counting and if you disagree you can actually go back and count the ballots like and the people that didn't count right uh can be punished because they're sworn actors to the government or to the constitution out there right now that we have reporting i guess i gotta backtrack here um this is just one alert. This is a red alert, that, a red alert, okay, that the machines went online, right? So if you're a clerk or if you're all of us now, all of you at home, you don't want to know this too, right? Well, we've had whistleblower sites. You've had, just like I told you, I think, yesterday or today, when Carrie Lakes, the race was going on and all those machines broke there, they said they were broke down in Missouri, I mean in uh, Arizona, I'm looking at Kansas going, people are sending me texts going, Mike, these votes are going from Democrats to Republicans, you know? I mean, you know, the Uniparty, remember, they show no shame. They don't care who they, it's who they want, right? Well, from, and that, the text I was getting was from my team, okay? And I have, I have, we have, we have a thing called Cause of America. We're a quarter million strong in all 50 states. Now, if you had, and other affiliated groups. So if you're putting up stuff on, let's say, a reporting crime, right? If you're out there reporting um, things, you know, hey, there's drop boxes here, or they, or they, um, these machines aren't working here, or they're, and they're saying they're doing this and this, or you see anything out there, well, any whistleblower site, the, the, the downfall is that if the public's put reporting it, you all know what happens, right? You get false reports. You get the bad guys putting up stuff. So you all look over here instead of where you need to be looking. How do we know that this is a? But if you had, it's what not if that you I'm had, distrusting uh, them, but it's like you could take in all fifty states in every county in the country. You could literally take everything that he's saying and reflect it right back at him as the Democrat or as the liberal or as the whatever, you could make the same argument in court about the same thing. And it all comes down to what the election is. Elections are political events that belong to people. They are regulated by the government so as to have uniformity. 
when people see their government is not doing good administration, maladministration, the elections belong to the people, and the people, by right, because they have all political power, can tell the government to how to run their elections because the government is doing it poorly. In my opinion, this is granting the bad presumption that the internet and machines are here to stay, and by granting that presumption, we now have a Hegelian dialectic whereby the foundation is internet is going to be part of elections, machine counting is part of elections, and duties that should be done by human actors sworn to the Constitution so that if they do it wrong, they can be punished, are now going to be done by machines that aren't the property of the government, don't run on software that was created by the government, and even if it was fraudulently, purposefully so, they can't punish the machine in a way that you can punish a people. You can punish a sworn actor. So I, I, I'm fundamentally against it, because I'm less about granting the presumption of internet and machines, and I'm more about focusing that people have all political power, and they can tell the government what to do and force them to obey, which is what we do in Josiah. And no, nobody else voted, and there were phantom voters, right? So you have, uh, um, or let's say over here where uh, um, houses that have one more person over age of 75. There's all these things where, where we're out there checking and this is a different kind of crime, right? This is a different thing. All of a sudden you're going, hey, there's five people that says nine people voted in this house and only one person lives there. And then you go there and there's, and it's nobody lives there or, or this, that one person and they did not have even voted. Now they're reporting this stuff in at the Cause of America. They're reporting this all the time. So we get this, but. I do like the idea that this will increase the awareness of the fact that elections are poorly ran so, I, I, amen, he is banging a drum way harder, bit, way bigger than I can. So, I, I, I like his heart. I don't like the judgment. I don't like the judgment. I disagree. I don't like the judgment. I, don't, I also don't think that doesn't make me a patriot. Okay? App, you're going to be able to see what she's going to show you, this real-time crime. All the reporting, everything we're out there, you're going to be able to see the red alerts in your own county. You're going to be able to see all this, okay? And so we've, we've uh, now, we will now become a policing of our own elections, okay? That's, that's what we're supposed to be doing in a republic. We are policing our government. That's what we're supposed to be doing. Hey, here, you guys in the back. That's what we're supposed to be doing. We're supposed to be policing our government. Okay. That's why okay. it's a republic. Okay, okay. we're, we're going to head up. We kind of went through because I wanted to. I want to bundle this for you, which you're going to so see when she shows you this he, Frank Social app. When she, if if he if he doesn't like the way that elections are ran, but he grants the premise that people can police their government, police their elections, why not change and say what you want versus grant the presumption of something that's bad and unlawful? And, and is imminently vulnerable to hacking. So you're gonna be able to sit in your easy chair at home, and you're gonna sit there and go, what's happening in my county? They said they're not online, they said there's no crime, and And what if someone falsifies those signals? What this is, in my opinion, this is training people to be couch potatoes as they are patriots. I absolutely despise that. 
Um, because what's to say that the device that you're watching that's supposed to send you true signals of the communications of the internet devices at the election sites, why can't that be fraudulent? Why can't that be hacked? It's just, it, it's, I, I got, I got presuppositional differences with this plan. Can catch them in a lie, okay? okay. Having this, this device. device. And then... So this goes back to the command center, right? And this comes back in real-time crime. And then you have all these other crimes that are out there being reported by our big team at Cause of America. Now they're all going to come into the Frank Social here. And when you get there, why don't you go go start the... We're not trying to catch crimes. We're trying to get good elections. We want good elections. Yep. If those involves crimes, when that's you land on Frank Social, you'll first when you sign up for your account, you'll select your state, so you'll automatically be following the cause of America for your state. But when you get on the app, you'll end up in the Frank feed, and you'll see the tab that says elections. Right. So that, but here I'm going to backtrack a little bit on there. So when you got there's 50 states with the cause of America. Everyone, there's all 50 states are on there. So when you get when you get on there, like she says, now you're clicking on elections, right? Correct. What that elections is, that's all 50 states reporting. Let's go back to the first square. This actually happened here in Missouri. One of your clerks, one of your clerks actually uh, said, no, we're not going to. I, I met with this guy. I met with them two, two years ago, and I said, you guys, we I, with all these people in Missouri, right? The Secretary of State and all of them. I met with them all, and the guy says, no, you know, our machines are secure. They're not online. Well, then he ends up, he finds out they are online, so he's trying to cut the wires, right? <laughs> so this is, uh, so as you go down here, you'll see Colorado. You'll see crime. This is, this is stuff that's going on right now. You guys can find out what's going on right now, today, tomorrow morning. You're going to just go, everyday stuff's reported. This is the real-time crime line stream. It's a real-time crime stream from all 50 states. Now if you add, now when we, when we, you add these to it, you're gonna see, because that's gonna be the biggest red alert, right? You got election night or early, even in the early elections, you know, or the early, those machines, when they go online there, you've seen it all today, right? You've seen all the lies. This thing's gonna pop up. Now I wanna show you, if you show where, if you go, when you sign up, right, you get, uh, Whatever state you're in, then you're following the, um, the say Missouri, correct? Correct. So this is the. If you go, here's all the cause of America. So if you go to this site and you want to find out what's going on in uh, um, Hawaii, Hawaii. So there, you know, there's the Hawaii call. Click on Hawaii. So click on Hawaii. It takes me to the Hawaii page. Internet. <laughs> um, okay, so I'm trying to get up Missouri. What's that? Okay, um, you know what? So, why we're loading here? Because this, uh, you guys get the gist of the reporting, right? You're going to sit in your easy chair at home on your phone or whatever, and you're going to see real-time crime coming. You're going to know when a box goes live. You're going to know when a router goes live, a polling book goes live, and everything. Okay? 
When the, and then it all goes through. It was a good question here because we're going to take questions on this. What's the range of this box? Um, 100 to 200 yards, but you don't, you know, and it goes through buildings. It doesn't matter. Okay, you've seen it as it came in as a drone. It was collecting that. You know, it's collecting as it's flying. It could fly over the whole city and keep collecting, right? It could collect every single device here in Springfield. It would just keep flying in a stream of those coming online. And then, then you lose signal. The closest you get, which I guess I, as Jeff has told me, I didn't know. Uh, but the, cl the closer you get, that's fine. Let's put this regular screen back up. Um, the closest you get, um, the, uh, obviously you want to be in the in the polling the polling places, but you could be outside or whatever. But but you know just think of uh, just think of the clerks. Think of if they want you know if you want one in your own county or your own precinct. I mean it's every single place. I don't care who you are. I don't care if you're Democrat, Republican. It don't matter. This touches them in a lie that they're online. It's us against the machines and the Uniparty, everybody. That's it. Do you agree? No. I mean, I I I, under, I understand what he's getting at. I understand what he's getting at. I just, you know, Rush Limbaugh said, if you grant, if you accept the premise, you lose the debate. If you accept the premise that internet is part of machines, which is part of elections, then elections will always have machines. They will always have internet. They will always have the ability to be vulnerable and hacked. And if you grant that beachhead, and now you're introducing the counter solution, which is the ability to detect networks, um, even if it's fancy and smart, well then you're really just creating market opportunity for innovation for the people to more fraudulently, uh, you know, you know, defeat those counter mechanisms, those countermeasures. Um, yeah, it's just, I, I don't know. Like maybe you just plug in a thumb drive, then it, it, it does the, all the things, and it does the stuff, and it does fancy G whiz number switching. I have no idea. I'm not smart like that, so I can't speak to that. But what we're doing is what? Well, excuse me. What Mr. Lindell is suggesting is that we grant the premise that machines are part of elections, and I can't do that. I, I won't do that, especially when I know that people have all political power, and we can say to our government, "This is maladministration." And we just say, you guys are doing a bad job of administering our elections. This is what we want. And because the people make government, the government then gives power to the, the people in government. We are saying we're going to take back our power and you can only use it the way we're specifying it right now. Because y'all guys have screwed up so bad you're costing me my liberty. You're jeopardizing my republic. That's the issue. That's the law. That's the issue that I want to argue. That's the concept I want to talk about. I don't want to say we're going to catch them in a lie. Catching them in the lie gives those people the ability to defend themselves, which is a, a trial that takes a long time. They got rights. They can be defended. They have discovery. They can plead the fifth. They can do all sorts of stuff. How would you use a machine to prove that someone had intent to do something they did not do or did? It's just it 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 gives so much opportunity for courts and lawsuits and time that then let's say that you had one person in one precinct and they put it to a in the network and it switched five votes. 
Well, were those five votes the five votes that overdid the election? And if the criminal prosecution of the one person that put in the thing that made it go to the internet is found guilty two years later, do you then undo that election for all things? And it's just, it's granting, it's granting lawfare the beachhead. In my opinion, it's granting lawfare a beachhead. It's it's institutionalizing lawfare's beachhead in elections. Online, right? Because we've been lied to, and they are online. We have been lied to. They are online. They, everything they block, and uh, yeah, yeah, they, that's fine. They're all downloaded. Yeah, that's internet in the building. So to pull up the computer. But anyway, we've showed you with the with the Frank Social app. Now you're sitting at home. And you're sitting there, and you want, I don't care if it's today, tomorrow, during the election, wherever it was, you want to find out what's going on right in your backyard. You can filter it down, everybody, and say, hey, we've got six, we've got six things going on here at the same time. One of the things, too, is cool is all of a sudden, uh, um, let's, say it's, let's say it's the device, and it catches that this county's online here in Springfield, and now you can see, wow. There's seven counties just went online. They're popping up like or like like whack-a-mole, right? Which is what's going to happen, you know. Unless I don't know if they get out in front of this and turn take them all offline, you know. If I was the evil, I don't know what their plan's going to be because we've got them now. And I will tell this. I'll tell you this. So let's say like I had on the election night of 2022 or the morning. When you had all that stuff going down in Arizona, and I was getting these reports coming in out of Kansas. Right? I couldn't believe it. These are Democrats flip votes flip to Republican votes in Kansas. And you all say, well, why? You've kind of been educated today about all that, right? Well, now you'll be if you're living if you're living in Kansas, you'll have your Frank Social app, your crime or crime line here, and you're going, whoa, look at look what's happening here in my county in Kansas, and let's see if it's other place in Kansas. They're going to pop up. You know, just like little, little. I like the idea of turning people into sentries that are observing and vigilant of the ongoings of the process. I think that's great. I think that's a really good idea. That is democratizing vigilance. That's a very smart idea. So that's good. That's a really good idea. I just don't like granting lawfare its beachhead in elections. The door, putting paper over the walls, right? You'll be able to find if it's going on in other places immediately, in real time, everybody. So, and now you'll be able to report that, you know, to, or send it out on all your social media and everything. I'm going to tell you that right now too. The way we get around the media and the way we communicate, the communication hub. And when you have Frank Social there and you've got your real-time crime and, in your, and filtering it to your counties, you need to share that out on every platform you have. Which right now, when you get home, don't just have one Suckabucks Facebook or Twitter or, or um, uh, True Social or Gab or Getter or Instagram um, or um, Telegram or CloudHub. Um, Frank, you know, you, you've got to get an account on all because even if you have 10 friends or 20 friends, it doesn't matter. You need to share it on all the platforms and just get, it, get the word out there. You know what I'm saying? You got to, we got to communicate that. He's right on that. I agree. Now, once, I agree. once that's get all the word out there, everybody, here's what this is going to manifest to. 
I'm going to take you through an election night. So let's say it's election night this fall, and I'm sitting down in Louisiana, and I'm, I'm sitting in my easy chair going, wow, this is going to be good. We can finally catch up. And all of a sudden, bam, my own county, red alert, pops up on my phone. I'm going, okay, let's see where else it's happening. Well, these machines are going online, right? Yep. And now... I'm taking it, and I'm sharing that out, right? And I'm sharing yep. that out. You get all that going on, and we're reporting all that. Right. Now I'm going to bring you back what the manifestation of this is. Everyone in this room, and a lot, and a lot of people, over a quarter million that, that at home, which are part of this cause of America and part of these other groups, that have went out there, and they have tried. Over the last two and a half years, they've went to their legislatures and their politicians, and they want law changes or to, to bring us back to, you know, a fair election with paper ballots, hand-counted, same-day voting, precinct, precinct level, signature required. What we go out to, and they say, oh, no, these machines are greater, this is greater, whatever. Or we go to our county officials, they say, oh, their machines aren't online. Now we're going to have the tools to say, you lied. Yeah, but what's the court action? You lied. What's, what's the remedy, though? What's the remedy? Because I can say that they lied right now. The water main didn't break in Georgia, but that's what they said. That's a lie. What is the argument in the law? There's no law argument. There's no argument in the law because the law isn't being facilitated here. What's being done is you're increasing the capacity to observe... Um, observe events observe phenomena but a machine being connected to the internet unless he shows that it can capture what was sent all he's doing is showing that it was connected to the internet does that mean that it, it, it transmitted stuff does that mean that it sent data does that mean that it received data because if he can't prove that all he's doing is saying that here is an observable observable phenomena there's internet stuff going on okay but the, that, that may not be a crime, but if you're trying to prove a crime, you're not actually focusing on the elections anymore. You're now focusing on the people running the elections, which ultimately this might just be the, the psychological warfare against the people that would be doing the malfeasance in the election, the maladministration in the election. But why don't we just right now, as the people with political power, get rid of the machines by right because the Constitution says we can why are we asking for permission? Why are we trying to improve our ability to determine other people doing wrong when we can just do right and eliminate the evil? Paul says, Paul writes in Romans 12, 21, be not overcome by evil, but overcome evil with good. In this case, if the machines are fraudulent, we don't want to increase our ability to uh, detect internet connectivity so as to collect the fact that internet connectivity was happening during an election what we should do, my opinion, is come by right according to the Constitution and say get rid of the machines because we don't like them. That's that's the American way. You guys are doing wrong. You guys are sworn to, to be for our benefit. We've got the political power. Change it. Do it. Here's the law argument. Maladministration. You are wrongly administering my elections. We own them. You do not. Because we own them, we are granting you the power to regulate and administer them. Y'all are screwed up. We're going to take it back. This is specifically how you do it. 
show me in the Constitution where one, I don't have the power to do that, and two, where you have the ability to say no to me. Show me that. Because you swore to it that I already did. Country's getting destroyed. Amen. I agree with that. For the future of the American dream and our kids, our grandchildren, everybody. Everybody will embrace this. And the people now that are out there that are going, well, maybe they won't be watching me. Wrong. We will be watching. Okay. I guess I just got a note here. The reason which is great, everybody's logging on to... Uh, uh, Frank Social, so for the building, <laughs> which is good. You all listen, good. right? Keep downloading. Yeah. It's awesome. Okay, you're good. Then. That's right. Thanks for name. Um, they, um, and I think the important thing is that you can post on Frank Social the truth about the elections, the crimes that are happening, and your voice won't get canceled and you won't be shadow banned. Right. 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 No, that's right. That's right. And yet, and everybody, yeah, and that's all of you too. Let's go back. I'm just. I'm gonna. I'm, so I'm gonna. I'm going to validate, like, like, when you when see you all this stuff, stuff on Frank Social, social I can't yeah, say I enough, know, you're going to know that it came from real people we trust. These people, I filtered them for the last two and a half years. They're the most hard. A lot of you are here, probably most of the audience here, you know. And all of you, all so the, the information coming in is real. It's true. It's real-time crime. And... Um, I, God bless this man. Um, he's done a lot of work. I believe that he loves Jesus. I disagree with his thought process. I disagree with his conclusions. And telling me that these are good people and they come, it come, it's real data. Well, I don't know if it's real data or not. I don't know that. I have to take his word for it. And if we're going for our country, I don't take anybody's word for it. This is my home. My kids live here. Lord willing, my grandkids, great-grandkids, and so on. These are my freedoms and my liberties. I don't trust anybody to defend that stuff, which is why we have the system we have. And so if I'm going to say that I distrust my government, why would I then turn around and say I trust the guy telling me that information's good? I can't validate it. I can't validate it. The Bible says to hold fast the Bible says to prove all things. Hold fast to that which is good. Prove all things. I can't prove that this information's good. I have to believe you. I have to trust you. And while I uh, believe Mike Lindell is a, uh, you know, is doing good for the nation, I don't know if he's got the Trump surrounding gatekeepers that don't allow him to have information that gets remedy. Um, I don't know, and uh, you know, let's just say it. I don't know what stake financially he has in the production, the manufacture, the distribution of these machines. No idea. No idea. But it's like he owns Frank Social, and now he's promoting Frank Social app. He's telling people to use it. He's encouraging machines to to grant lawfare's beachhead in elections by saying internets and machines are now here to stay so we can catch them in the act. It's not an argument in the law. And overall, what it does is I believe it further separates the common person from the actual, you know, rubber meeting the road of government. The ballot used to just be a ball. It used to be a bullet. It used to be like a little metal ball that you put. And as you come up to the big, you know, tanks, I would have my bullet and I'd, or my, my ball or my ballot and I'd put it in one basket. 
and you could put yours in the other basket. And as long as everyone just got the one, you just put them in the baskets. They separate them, and then they count them. Whichever basket had more, that was the outcome. That's the basics. And that was as simple and as direct as it can get. And now we've got like fifth generational elections where we've got drones. And I mean, you don't have to use the drones, but I'm sure that that's the delivery platform. I mean, think about that. You've got a poll site. And if the election, if the state election board is going to say, we don't want the Mike Lindell spy drone to come in, you're now going to have to have the spy drone come over the airspace of a public building. And the maxims of the law say that that whoever owns the property owns it from the dirt to the sky. So now that you've got deconflicting issues, air traffic issues, whereby the state could probably say, we don't let anybody fly a drone over any election facility. That's literally all they'd have to do. And as soon as they say, we don't let anybody with any drones fly over our election facilities, as soon as they do that, if someone did the Mike Lindell drone over the election facility, that's illegal. Or it's it's against the code. And you can't do something illegal to collect evidence of a crime. I can't break into a place to see people doing things that are unlawful for me then to go back and say, hey, they're doing stuff unlawful. That's fruit from the poisonous tree. You cannot break the law to save the law. That breaks the law. I, I can't sin in order to, you know, go against sin. So, like, if I if I have hate, in, if, if I'm jealous, if I'm jealous of another man, I can't kill him, murder, in order to stop being jealous of him, which is covet, covetousness. I can't murder the guy in order to say, okay, well, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to stop being covetous. I'm just going to kill him. That way he's dead. So I murdered him. But no, I'm not. I'm no longer covetous of him because he's gone. I can't do a sin in order to not sin. That that goes against it, um, which is, I think is a fundamental issue. But it's also this idea that you know what? If I'm Fulton County, if I'm a godless commie election board person right now, I'm looking at this and I'm saying, okay, we just need to pass a, a thing that says that no drones can fly within 500 feet or whatever the effective range of this collection is because he's briefing the specs if the collection is 600 meters I will say you guys can't fly within 700 meters of my facility done <laughs> like done and then whenever they're like oh well we, we came out with an 800 meter collection I would go well okay 800 meters can't fly within 800 meters of a 360 degree bubble around my facility you know, because then national security would write it up and they'd say, well, we don't know if people are putting explosives on drones and those drones are flying over and they'll, they'll crash in people and people and kill people because we got to keep people safe. That's exactly what they would do. They would say in order to keep the public safe away from the kamikaze drones with explosives, no drones can fly over any election facility. And so this entire thing is done. That's what I would do. I would do that right now. If I'm the election chief of some state, I would be right now tweeting out new policy because these election board chairs can arbitrate their policies. They can arbitrate their codes. As long as there's uniformity, as Oklahoma says, as long as there's uniformity, they can pass the law. They can It's not a law. They can do a code. They can do an ordinance, a regulation. And it's, it's, it's at their whim. 
So if I'm watching this and I want to defeat this, I would just say, okay, um, you know, let's say I'm the Brad Raffensburger in Georgia. Brad Raffensburger in Georgia. Tweet out, no drones over polling sites within 900 meters. Done. Now what you going to do? You've just undermined this entire thing. And, and, and that's just, that's just a, a, a resource light lawfare perspective. Instead, I think Josiah, maladministration, stuff I've learned from Dave Jose, the common law, arguing the Constitution, the people say we have all political power, the elections belong to us, they're political events, the government is supposed to regulate them on our behalf, and whenever the government has done wrong to you know, make them multiple days, like voting season or early voting, or uh, anyone can vote, or we're going to mail out ballots and they haven't been requested. An election presupposes a choice, it implies a choice. That implication presupposes the authority and the liberty to choose. So if you are affecting or perverting or reducing what elections are, you're actually affecting the liberty of the chooser. So if I have the right to choose, my choice is being diminished if you control the method of my choosing. And the more that you control the method of my choosing, if you make it fraudulent or you do it's maladministration or you do it to where it's broken and it's not the, the, the ballot into the basket, it's, it's through a scanner and it goes on the internet and a thumb drive and it's got chain of custody and all this stuff. Like you've separated me from my distributed power that I've granted you. And the more that you separate me from my distributed power, you're perverting the election and you're undermining my choice. You're making my choice vulnerable to your schemes. Your schemes can't attack my choice. That's what elections are. The ballot is the expressed political will of the elector, of the voter, of the person that's voting. And the more that you attack that system from my expression on a ballot to counting that ballot, the more that exists in there, the more opportunities you have to do an exploded view and attack aspects of that chain. The greater, the more links in the chain, the more opportunities you have to attack the links. You don't have to attack all of them. You just got to attack one. And this one is identifying internet on machines. I'm saying I don't like early voting. I'm saying I don't like mass mail-out ballots for people that don't request them. I'm saying I don't like the fact that machines are even involved. I'm saying I don't want anyone to be anywhere near voting unless they have raised their hand, they've put their neck in their noose, and they are personally liable for what goes on in that election. That's what I'm saying. Because I value your choice, my choice, that much. And I'm not saying Mike Lindell doesn't value your choice and my choice that much. I'm saying that whenever you understand what it is and who you are in the law, you can think like you're in, you're the boss. <laughs> you can think like you're in charge, which is, I, I think, I think what people should be doing. Printer, um, which machine is it? Dominion, ES and S, whatever. And where is that in exact location in real time? If so now they're asking questions. It was a good question. She said she's a precinct judge. And um, she said, where does that device need to be? 
within a hundred yards. You know, you can, you can. It's, it's a legal device. You can bring it right in and just, you know, you'll have it. And we've got, and uh, you just have it with you. You can set it anywhere. You've seen the drone. As that drone flew over, it get, it gathers. I've watched. We've done this half a year now. I've watched this. We do on drones. You're watching every capture and every device, whether it's a watch, a car. You know, it doesn't matter. All that stuff you see up there was this room. That was every single device you had that was online. And if we would have shut, now if we would have shut everybody's phones up and took them off the internet, that would show, they're all gonna show when they exact went off. And I could, you could pinpoint each person in this room. You know how they track cell phones, they did that in, in uh, the 2000 meals. You don't think they're track, you know, going around, that's just the GPS part. Well, this part, so if you have one in your own precinct or county, whatever, it's in this, you know, this building would go, I believe it's 100 yards. I think they can, there even can be set for more, but you but you can be, it's not like you can't, you'd want them in there. So you would want them in there. We want these officials to know that they were monitoring them. And they would want to know that too. If I'm an official and I'm gonna take the chance in any election going forward, that um, um, when the, when everybody's been saying get rid of them, and now I'm going to take a chance that the that the machine co who's telling the truth the machine companies or the evidence they're online everybody, you know it's a, they're online. So it's like if I'm an official, I'm either a melting them down right away, which which you're probably in trouble for that, right? At least at this point, till we get ready. But they uh, but you, you you I would want to get rid of them immediately. Because I don't want to have to answer to my town, my precinct, my friends, and say, why did you keep this? Don't you care about our country? Do you see what I told you yesterday, how this is going to filter down? If you don't want to be have our elections police, are you the Uniparty? Are you in on it? Well, they're gonna, they're, anybody you question now, or anybody that questions us on this plan, they've got a big problem. Why would we not want to watch our own elections? There are elections. Mike, 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 hey Mike, Mike, Mike what, what happens, happens if Google, Google and Apple, and Apple try to take your app down? down? The Frank Social app? Yes. That's a bit, we got a backup plan, but that's a very good question there. They can't take down FrankSocial.com, you know, but the app, you know, I mean, they could, but we have a backup plan, which I'm Think about this: if if it's commercially available for him to be able to have a machine that flies and sees uh, network connectivity, don't you think that bad actors in the government that are in charge of the nukes and stuff couldn't delete a website that's hosted on ICANN, which is a DOD overseen, um, you know, internet thing? And this is like, I'm getting out of my zone here. Like, I don't know this stuff. Like, I'm not an expert on this, but... If they're saying they can't tank down frankspeech.com, sure they could. <laughs> sure they could. They absolutely could. If they wanted to. But again, I would just say, you know, if I'm a local official, official, election official, I would just say, can't fly over my places. Security breach. And I, and I, would, I would get some uh, cop that's on the payroll, and I would get some cop or some FBI agent, some counterterrorism Department of Homeland Security guy to be like, we have done a study, and our study has concluded that one of the greatest vulnerabilities to the American people is flying drones that explode in their face in mass gatherings. 
And one of the most important mass gatherings in our nation's storied history is the mass gathering for when people are waiting in line to vote. So it is our conclusion that machine or that flying drones with explosives on them would blow up on people's face on election day. Therefore, in the notion of justice, in the notion of national security, we are hereby saying that anybody who flies a drone over a polling election site is a domestic terrorist and at war with the United States. Done. 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 Now that up until now, I, my plan was to that the, that we would be given out for this election, and and uh, that was my plan. But I ran out of money, and that's why you see that Lindell Offense Fund If you're a big donor out there, or if you're a micro donor, what we're going to have up is we're going to have up, and when we talk about the election um, crime bureau site. And we're going to talk about that in a little bit. You're going to find out how you can help everything going on in this country. Even in your own backyard, you're going to have, imagine this massive site. I used to, I'll, I'll tell you a little bit about it now. About seven years ago or six years ago, I developed the Lindell Foundation website. It took millions of dollars. And I, and I wanted to, I thought, you know what, people like him and they like in their own backyard. But I had tested it in 105 countries or 102 countries around the world. So you could beam in to an exact need in your own backyard, or you could expand out and, and donate there. It was like a massive fund me site, but it was uh, you, you knew what, the, what you were putting the money to. You knew what it was going to do. And you knew, and it was like this pass-through where every dollar went to this and this and this. And um, that got put on pause. I started actually in Detroit. I spent so much time in Detroit there. We were doing it as a prototype. All right, does anyone want to call in and talk? I think he's countries. probably just presenting stuff. Well, then, this is um, the call-in number. I don't know. I think a little where I started getting attacked starting in 2017. So that was one piece that got put on pause. Anyone want to call in or text in? Another thing that was the Lindell Recovery Network. So, I again... I believe Mike Lindell loves America. Um, I believe his testimony of Jesus Christ. I disagree with him. I disagree with his thought process and his assumptions. Uh, with that, um, you know, I can read comments or questions and I can answer them. Or you guys can call in 918-845-9555 and we can talk about it. But I think that he will um, probably speak around the idea and now we're into the sales. Now, now we're into the sell. Now we're selling the idea. We're, we're convincing people and asking questions about how to do it. Um, I believe that there are a lot of folks who uh, support Mike. He's got a good story from crackhead to CEO or crack addict to CEO is what his book is. Um, I think that's you know what it's called, but uh, he's got a great story. He's got a great testimony. I believe he loves the Lord. I believe he loves the country. Um, I believe that he's a businessman. I don't know who owns this product or who manufactures it or who distributes it. I don't know where the funding is coming from, but even those considerations are you know attacking his motive. I don't want to attack his motive. I want to just be realistic and say if elections are what we want to secure because we want to save our country, then you need to be like sober whenever you present plans because as soon as the plan is presented, people are going to attack it. People are absolutely going to attack it because let's say I just would 100% completely agreed with everything he said today. 
you're still trying to bring truth to a multi what is a multi-trillion dollar funnel operation the funnel operation is political power from the people to government so anyway we got our first call here's someone calling in this is jaron what's on your mind hey jaron how you doing doing better than i deserve all right. Well, you're probably doing even better if you cancel this guy off your stream because I don't think he's doing any justice. <laughs> <laughs> he he, I, uh, mean, he means well, I believe. I believe he does. You know, I, I don't doubt that, but I'm afraid, you know, he's in that uh, bread and games camp, whether it's you know, by his own accord or just lost in the sauce. I'm afraid that, you know, I agree with, every, with your analysis. It's not going anywhere and everything's penetrable except for the impenetrable word. That's truth. So, uh, you know, I, I made a comment on your telegram there that you could probably go back to your regularly scheduled program and talk about something more meaningful. I don't believe that's going to uh, pan out to do any justice at all. It's just going to make people fat and happy sitting at home and thinking somebody else is going to do the job. And like you said, Operation Josiah is a uh, is the natural course of true actions. So, uh, you know, my my gratitude to you for providing that guidance for you studying and, and sharing your knowledge with us. And uh, God bless you. Uh, again, I would cancel Mike, nothing personal against him, but this isn't going anywhere. I'd much more rather hear from you. Uh, so I'll, I'll get off. I just want to say thank you. And you can turn them off anytime now. God bless, <laughs> God bless you, sir. Um, and this, I, I think this is where, if I can back up out of all this stuff, I spoke to this before uh, I, I started doing the audio here. I think that we need to come let us reason together. Um, I think what is healthy is just saying I disagree with you or I think you're wrong and and not have a, a prideful um, you know, uh, tie to my ideas. Um, I, I mean, I want truth, and I, I don't know everything, and there are many times that I'm wrong, and if I'm wrong, I appreciate the people who have the courage to tell me I'm wrong, and uh, what's it? The Bible says that one reproof, what is it? It's, um, oh, I read it yesterday. It's Proverbs, I think it's Proverbs 16. It's like one reproof is good for the wise man more than 40 lashes for a fool or something like that. I think it was Proverbs 16 cuz yesterday was 16. But it's it's something like that and I'm I'm I quoted it wrong and that's not good. I should have I told myself whenever I wrote it or read it I was like I need to like really read this. Um but it's like one reproof for the why. Oh, here it is. It's Proverbs it's today. Proverbs 17 um 10. A reproof entereth more into a wise man than a hundred stripes into a fool. So if I'm wrong, I want someone to correct me, you know, with truth, because if I'm told that I'm wrong and it's true, Lord willing, he's granted me the humility and the repentance, but also the wisdom to recognize that. Um, and this is honestly, that's why, you know, I started listening to Dave Jose was you know, God bless him, not for how he looks or how he sounds or, the, or how he talks, but the way that he handles the Bible. That's what hooked my ear was saying this dude actually handles the Bible the right way, which is, you know, this is true and everything else is false. Um, that this is the, the this is the source of or this is the key to understanding knowledge. Um, that, that, that was an access point to my heart. 
because that's what I believe. I believe the gospel. I believe the Bible. And so that's an access point to my heart. And so the Bible says to prove all things. And here we've got the law that says that, you know, government is granted powers from the people. And if people don't grant government powers, then the government can't be using powers it wasn't granted. That's the basics. That's the law. That's what the Constitution is. And that's not what we are taught. Because we aren't taught that, we don't think like that, which means when there are problems that could be solved with truth, we don't know the truth to think about solutions to problems. So because we have bad knowledge, we think about solutions with a bad predicate. And I believe that this is a solution with a bad predicate. This is not a solution that would fundamentally acknowledge people having political power. People having all political power. And that's not a shot at Lindell. That's just, it, it, you, can, you can see the distinction. The paradigm is completely different. The foundations are different. Mike is saying he loves America. And so he wants to keep America. And he doesn't want it to go the wrong direction. That's his foundation, and I agree with him politically. But my foundation is the people have all political power, and the government can't do anything that the people haven't given them the power to do. And so the two foundations would generally get to the same result, which is America's good and prosperous and not communist. But the foundation of we want to keep America great is not the same foundation as the people have all political power. Those are two different foundations. And so I'm willing to lose America being great because I'm not trying to strap hang. I'm not trying to cling onto what I have. I'm trying to advance what's true. And by advancing what's true, I'll stand in any arena with anybody and I'll point to what's written. Like there's someone right now in chat, um, you know, I, I've never talked to these people and I'm not trying to be, uh, you know, hear my heart. You know, claims to be an attorney talking about criminal prosecutions and I'm saying your Sixth Amendment says that you have the right to confront the witnesses against you. Witnesses is multiple. It's plural. And so, you know, the person saying that, hey, you know, I've brought charges against people with the only one witness and it's like, well, you ain't doing what the Constitution says because the Constitution says witnesses with an S. That's plural. That's plural. I'm demanding strict observance of what the text says. Strict. It says witnesses, which is more than one. So if you've done something with one, you haven't been doing what the Constitution says. And when the, the, the response is, well, show me where that's been challenged in court, that's not what the law is. The law says witnesses, plural. I don't care what the courts have said. That's what the law says. And so the question is, judge, are you going to tell me that witnesses is only one? Because you swore to this. You didn't swear to law of the case, precedent. You swore to the text. You swore to the document. You swore to the Constitution. And the Constitution is plural. That's what I'm trying to do. I'm trying to get people to the fundamentals. I'm trying to get people back to what the law says. And in this case, if we're talking about elections, uh, you know, you can go to any state constitution. They're going to talk about elections and they're going to talk about your rights. 
Now, what's interesting here is that you have to understand that governments are voluntary associations in a free nation. And this is because we have a Christian upbringing. We have a Christian nation built on Christian ideas that come from Christians who believe the Bible. So because Christians believe the Bible and they want their rights that come from God to be private and exclusive, which means the government can't take from you what Jesus gave you. So if Jesus gives you your rights, government that's made by Christians will be designed to not take from you what Jesus gave you. And the only way that government can take from you what Jesus gave you is due process of law which means you got to have people willing to swear that you did them wrong. And if you if there's no one swearing that you've done them wrong, the government can't take from you what Jesus gave you. That's what the founders believed. That's what they gave us. And elections are the people choosing. But here's the thing, elections are the people freely choosing to participate to choose. So if you're in the private and you come to the voting center, you now have to be qualified as an elector according to what the law says because we don't want everybody to just vote because if people aren't from here, they don't care about the laws here. This is why illegals shouldn't vote. That's why they shouldn't be here. If you broke this nation's laws and to get here, why would I let you participate in how the distribution and the use of political power is determined in this nation if you ain't supposed to be here? So there's going to be uh, there's going to be qualifications to participate in the government. I'm not going to let my five-year-old go to vote in an election because he's five. He's a kid. His brain isn't developed. He doesn't know stuff. This is why elections at the beginning of this nation, you had to be landowners. You had to know what was going on. You had to have stake in the, in, the, in the government. But we've so watered down what elections are that we want, you know, everyone should be able to vote. Everyone should be able to vote. But hold on now. Why should be everyone be able to vote? Should everyone be able to vote? What is voting? Voting is you you have already you have already determined that you're going to voluntarily voluntarily participate. No one's forcing you to vote. So now that you are choosing to participate, now you got to meet the qualifications and whenever you participate, the the rules need to be uniform. If the rules aren't uniform, then your participation is undermined and your choice is actually not a choice. So when people who have all political power are looking at what's going on, I'm not coming as a citizen, I'm coming as a peop, one of the people. A citizen is someone who is voluntarily participating in the government. So whenever I come to my government, I'm coming as one of the people. I'm not voluntarily participating in my government, I'm telling my government what to do. I'm saying I'm the guy with rights from Jesus. Jesus made me. Because Jesus made me, I ain't in y'all's ballpark. I'm separate from you because I'm one of the people that have all the political power. This is what our founders believe. This is what Locke wrote. In fact, you know what? Let's let's do that. Let's uh, turn my screen off real fast. What are we talking about? So awesome. so awesome. I just want to, Raj, up here to validate that this works, this communication hub. Okay, so he's, he's, he's selling the idea of that it, that it does stuff. So let me turn my screen off. Let me uh, do this real fast. Let me go to John Locke turn my screen back on let me blow this up 
jihad. Let me move my fancy camera down a little bit, make me smaller. And so let me jihad. Let's come up here. So this is John Locke, Two Treaties of Government. Now what I want to do is I want to do Control F, and I want to say um, Express Trust. Express or Tacit. Look at that. Express or tr Tacit Trust. Look at this. Let, let's, let's blow this up. Boom. Boom. All right. Uh, so what we're going here is, uh, where are we at? Where are we at? Where are we at? Uh, he had been a ruler from the beginning of infancy, and when they were grown up, since some without government would be hard to them together, it was likeliest it should, by the express or tacit consent of the children, be in the father where it seemed... Okay, this isn't what I want. I want... There we go. This is what I want. Political power. And so, just, just so you know, John Locke is an authority in the Constitution. In our nation... Our founders looked to John Locke as an authority on their, on forming their ideas. So when attorneys say, well, what's the case law? We don't care about the case law. We care about what the law is and what the founders believed. And what the founders believed was John Locke. So here's John Locke. This is uh, section 171 on his second treaties of government. And it says, political power is that power in which every man having in the state of nature, having given up into the hands of society and therein to the governors whom the society hath set over itself. Society sets over itself. That's not above it. That's over its dominion. That's over its administration. So the governors whom the society hath set up. So the society chooses the governors for the governors to be over all the affairs that they're governing. And they do this with this express or tacit trust that it, which is the trust, which is government, shall be employed, used for, for the good and the preservation of their property. And you come down here, look at this. Um, where are we at? Uh, so the end and measure of this power, that's political power, and people have all political power when in every man's hand in the state of nature being the preservation of a society. So the only reason people have all political power is to preserve their society. Why would they think that? Because King Jesus gives you your rights so that you can teach the nations to obey because he is good. He's an abundant God. He wants people to live in, you know, live in peace with your neighbor, uh, do unto others as you would have them do unto you, uh, you know, lead a, and lead a quiet life, uh, walk with love towards others. Um, you know, all these are the kinds of things, these, these Christian thinkings that are, that is what John Locke is talking about. That is what's going on that we have. That is all mankind in general. Thank you, King Jesus. Thank you, Jesus, for having an idea that says my kingdom is over all things, right? That's why he expects it to happen, Hebrews 10, verse 13. And because King Jesus expects the gospel to conquer all of creation, the idea is if we're going to put Jesus first and the gospel as changing the way the world thinks and functions, teach the nations to obey my commands then what we have is a conclusion that we aren't there yet. So how do we aim there? We have to keep that in focus, which means everything that we do has to be oriented back towards him. And this is saying all mankind in general can have no other end or measure when in the hands of the magistrate. Who's the magistrate? 
the magistrate is the one that has power on behalf of the people. But to preserve the members of that society in their lives, liberties, and possessions, and so cannot be an absolute arbitrary power over their lives and fortunes, which which are as much as possible to be preserved. The chief end of government is to preserve people, their lives, their fortunes, and their possessions. That That's John Locke. And remember, that right there is an express trust. What is an express trust? That's your constitution. Your constitution is an express trust. So when we got people that are, uh, you know, talking about the law... The truth is that um, the law is an express trust, which means we go by the exact words in the document as the law. And so if the people give power to the governors that have that over the society and rule over the society, and the only reason they get power is for the protection and preservation of lives, liberty, possessions, and property of the people then if the people in government are using power to the detriment of what the people have, their lives, their liberty, their possessions, their property, then the people who give the government power can say, you guys ain't doing what we gave you the power to do, which is what we're arguing in Josiah. That's what the Constitution is. That's why we have a constitutional republic and not a democracy. Like These are, these are big ideas. And this is stuff that you aren't taught. Because if you understand this, if you believe this, if you talk like this, there's no attorney that's going to be able to outsmart you because it's not about being intelligent. It's about being truthful and saying what the truth is. And the truth shall set you free. All right, let's see this. I got a couple text messages. So we've got... um, All we need is to go back to the USA Constitution. Love what we are doing instead. Amen. God bless. Uh, Saying, who is going to pay for these little machines? Some counties, areas are barely covering local costs as is. That may not have funds to purchase. They may not have funds to purchase these for each precinct. Thanks. Yeah, no, I I agree with you. Um, Can anyone say minority report? Amen. Um, So you would think that these that they have looked at these issues of people interfering with the flight patterns. That was a good consideration. Uh, Mike says he could shut down everyone's cell phone. Why not shut down the machine that is collecting all this data resulting in no votes being cast and would be forced to uh, vote to be counted manually? Yeah, I guess you could, I guess you could do like a little EMP outside of every uh, you know voting precinct. I'm not recommending that because there's going to be some agent that says, oh, he's recommending domestic terror. No, I'm not. I'm just saying. It's like, you know, analog is one of the greatest forms of hardening. One of the greatest forms of resilience and redundancy in your command and control is um, is analog. All right. This is Jaren. What's on your mind? Hey, Jaren. Hey, what's going on? Well, I just want to call and ask a couple questions and then I'll get off here and then you can answer it and somebody else can call. So, one, I would like to know some feedback on how we can tell young adults, and you know I teach high school, so high school even up to, you know, I'm a boomer, so my kid's age, how to explain to them 
and show even strong, like very strong examples about presupposition. Because I had I had some class listening today. You were talking presupposition of you know it's just a machine again. It's just a machine letting them you know interfere. It's not the voice of the people. So you know I think our family is the hardest one to try to con- to convince about the law. So I'm just kind of looking for some guidance there and then that also goes along with those of us that are doing operation josiah and we have guests over or we're talking to our representatives of how to make it more it is black and white because it's written but how to make it more black and white with very little gray um you understand my question i mean i i'm sure you understand my question. yeah so right Okay, so the questions are uh, students and presupposition, how to communicate that, and then the second thing is how to get people to understand? Yes, like how to get people to like understand and see the presupposition maybe a little bit easier um, because they're like, you know, when, when I had students listening today, oh my gosh, that's such a good idea, these machines flying over and they can catch people lying. And I'm like, but what about the lie? Like, why not even don't give them the opportunity to lie? How can we do that? How can we not have even give them the opportunity to lie? Like, what's that going to look like? And, of course, I had some students get it. Well, like, don't even have machines. Exactly. That's exactly right. Don't have the machines. Yeah. And then they're like, so that's what I mean. Like, if you could expound on that a little bit more, because I don't know how many listeners are on that are like, well, what is a presupposition, and how do you find it? Because that's the same situation I'm even finding with my adult children. Yeah, so, okay. There's a lot of boomers on here, too. They're like, what are you talking about? Okay, yeah. No, I appreciate that. Okay. Thanks. All right. Um, so, the very first thing that I would do is I wouldn't teach presuppositions. That's an academic That's an academic uh, thing. That's a, that's a very heady concept. It's, it's an abstract concept. You're getting people to think about the way that they think which is very hard considering people have bias which is exactly what presuppositions are getting at um i would go to the greatest teacher in the history of the world which is jesus christ at the very end of the sermon on the mount when he speaks about the wise man built his house upon the rock the foolish man built his house upon the sand i believe that is jesus teaching about epistemology epistemology is just the study of knowledge like it's I don't want to out punt people, but it's, it's just, it, it, it is how people know stuff. That's all. Epistemology is how do you know stuff? Darwinists will say we know stuff because we've observed it. They are called empiricists. They don't know anything unless they can observe it, right? I am a presuppositionalist which means I have a revelational epistemology, which means I only know anything because it's been revealed to me. I argue everyone has a revelational epistemology. This is why the Bible is so important. So how do you know stuff is because the Bible says. Now, if you don't believe the Bible, that doesn't mean what the Bible says isn't true. So when the Bible says... In the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. That's true. Now, I don't argue that because I presuppose the authority of Scripture. 
So I will never debate if the argue if the Bible is valid or not. I won't do it because you can't do it. And this is getting off track, but I would say teach what Jesus taught. The wise man builds his house on the rock. The foolish man builds his house on the sand, which is calling attention to their foundation. So I would say, how do you know that? How do you know what you say you know? Show me where that's written. Because what that does is it forces people to get into the thinking like, how do I know that? Well, uh, Mike Lindell said it. Or Trump said it. Or, well, I saw it tweeted on this one guy's thing. Or someone sent it to me in the mail. Or whatever. All of those are pointing at their source authority. I want to know what your authority is. By what standard is the issue? So Jesus says, the wise man builds his house on the rock, the foolish man builds his house on the sand. The Bible says in Colossians chapter 2, verse 3, that all the treasures of knowledge are in Jesus Christ. Which means that you don't know stuff and you won't get wisdom without Christ. Which is, you know, the fear of the Lord is a, you know, the fear of the Lord is the beginning of knowledge and understanding. So we know stuff because God has revealed it. Your senses are, are good. Your senses work because God is good and he gives good gifts. The rain falls on the wicked. The rain falls on the just. Um, but that's what I would do. To teach kids, you just look at your foundation. Before they ever build a house, they get the foundation. If the foundation is cracked, the whole house is at risk. If you break a window, the foundation don't care. Which is why we do fundamentals which is why we do basics, which is why truth is unmoving. That's why truth is foundational. To your second question, with your family or whatnot, just have them read their own constitutions. You're in Indiana. Bring up Indiana, Article 1, Section 1. Have them read it out loud and then ask them if they believe that's true. Ask them if they are experiencing that to be true. And then just let the cognitive dissonance work. You're on the phone with Jaron. What's up? Hey, buddy. How you doing? Doing well. What's going on? Uh, I, I, I really like your idea better than Mike's, but if if they were to go with Mike's idea, and, and he's capable of doing what he said, like he said, uh, if, I, if I understood him correctly, he said he could bring that drone in and just shut off every cell phone that was in the building. Did you Did you understand him to say the same thing? Uh, I wasn't, I didn't have the volume on whenever that was said, so I didn't hear that, but if he said sorry, that, you can you hear me? Hello? You there? Yeah, can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you. Yeah, I didn't did hear, I did not hear him say that. Um, I'm not saying he didn't say it, but I, so I didn't hear him say it. If he did say it and he can shut off every cell phone in the building, I mean, that's just talking like an EMP. Well, it, it's, I'm, I'm, excuse me. It's not an EMP. It's just, um, it's just a signal blocker. And that's, I mean, that those things are, I mean, that's common. That's not, that's that's what we had on our trucks in Afghanistan to defeat signal IEDs. Uh, people would put bombs together and then they would put cell phones on the bombs and they would just call the number of the cell phone that was attached to the bomb and that would connect the circuit, detonate the device. And so a lot of trucks had signal defeating equipment on them to where we would drive right by a bomb that was triggered by a signal. So that's that's old technology. Is that your question? Okay, but my point is, if he's able to do that, why not shut down these 
votes, whether they're legal or illegal, whether, you know, that are being cast, all of them. Mm -hmm. And then that would result in no ballots being counted or, or no votes being cast. And they would have to go back to the original paper ballot and count them. Wait, say that again. If, if he does have the capability, if I understood him correctly, of being able to go use his drone or, or someone walking into the polling place carrying that, that device that was on the drone, if he has that capability of disconnecting everybody's cell phones in that area, if he has that capability, why not use that same capability to take away the power of them transmitting the votes whether they're legal or illegal to the places that they're transmitting them to that would result in no votes being cast and then they would have right. to go to the paper ballots and count them manually right no i understand that um but that's that would be interfering with what is 84. on June 8. Hold on, Jeremy. 1984. Okay. <laughs> uh, so that would be if if Mike used his drone or whatever to block the signals of the election. That would be him interfering in the election. That would that would be a crime, uh, which is again fruit from the poisonous tree. We can't do something illegal or unlawful in order to do right. And so just because someone has the capacity to do something doesn't mean it's beneficial. This is 1 Corinthians. Just because all things are permitted doesn't mean all things are beneficial. Um, and so just because I can assert and can influence things doesn't mean that I should or that it's good. But, I mean, look at what would happen if Lindell or anyone adjacent to him started flying a drone. And this is the other part that I don't like this, because it's speaking about extra-constitutional um, actions. We are now speaking about private actors, which is Lindell and anybody that would be akin or adjacent to this. We're speaking about private actors literally interfering in the way that elections are conducted. That's what's going on. Like if, if I am a predatory DA, this entire thing comes off as uh, conspiring to defeat government functions. Like this, this, I would attack this all day long. And so because this isn't a lawful route, this is my, my fear thinking about this my fear is that this is its own little mini j6 right now like the the mike lindell event right here is a mini j6 whereby i'm not saying lindell's a i'm not saying that is his motive i'm saying that if you've got a predatory um if you've if you've got a predatory federal government they would look at this and here's all your election deniers all of your election deniers are in the same building and don't you think that they can't also collect their geolocations on their phones? And they're talking about, in the open, broadcast in 85 languages, the ability to defeat or to detect what's going on in elections? I hope I didn't just give them the idea, but if you are an aspiring godless commie and you've got government power, if you're an enterprising person who wants to do well for the cabal that's in charge of you, this is a hub of people that you go after. And I, I would look at people's social media accounts, taking selfies, going, hey, I'm at the Mike Lindell event. 
where they're actively talking about flying drones to defeat or to intercept signals from things. And I'll, I'd be like, oh, I'm coming after you. <laughs> I'm coming after you. Um, I hope that doesn't happen. I don't want that to happen. But can't you see that this is like a mini J6? This is like a... This this is like a this is like a, a you know this is a J six where the honeypot is all the people around the nation that are leading the election integrity stuff. This is a honeypot, like, and I, again, I'm not saying that's what Lindell's doing. I'm saying that because the godless commies are so rampant with their lawlessness, it won't take them long to reach that conclusion. It won't take them long to start pressing charges. Especially if they've already come after Lindell and they've already taken his phone, like they're brazen folks. This is—I I don't know. I just—I just don't—I just don't like it. Um, you know, I, I pray for their safety. Don't want them to go to jail. Don't want bad things to happen. I—I I, want—I want my country to be good, and I want my country to be safe and prosperous, and I want the law to be known, and I want people to understand their rights, and I want the government to obey the people. And I believe that if you speak with the truth. I believe if you speak with the law, you're not guaranteed an outcome, but you're also not doing anything unlawful. You're not saying anything that's not true. And you're not doing it with violence or malice. You're saying, this is what the law is. And you're demanding people engage the law because people don't engage the law. So 918-845-9555, anyone else wants to say? Um, uh, yeah. So... We can uh, we can uh, talk or, or text or anything else. I got a couple people texting me back and forth. Um, is so. Uh, 918-845-9555. 845 9555 I hope I'm wrong and that they don't do that um, <laughs> because if they came after him that would be uh, that would be horrible um, that would be really bad um, that would be really really bad uh, 918-845-9555 someone just said yes who is that that said yes Okay, I guess someone was just talking to me. Um, yeah, so that's that's the idea. Let's tune back in, see what he's got to say, see if there's anything. Those was 5,000, whatever it was. I did another one where I reached out to individuals. And they and there's there's people that have helped. I can count them on one hand. One of them's here, and I'm not going to tell you who is, but one of them's here, where it was a big amount. One hand I can count on. Because here's what I believe. People want to help, but they couldn't wrap their head around, oh, Mike Lindell, he just wants to get rid of all the machines. And that's such an impossibility. I'd be wasting my money. He's such a good fighter. and He's out there every day and spending his fortune. Or maybe we think Mike Lindell's got enough money and he could just go until he's buried. But that, but the, and that's a good, that, you know what? Both of them are probably good arguments. If I'm out there going, well, Mike's got enough money, and, and uh, you know what? He'll never be able to get rid of the machines. That's such a, nobody will, you know, it's an impossible task. Well, I'm here to tell you, now you've seen the plan. It's not so impossible, is it? God gave us this plan, and with God, all things are possible. That's true. All things are possible. I just don't 
God gave us a constitution. All those people across this country that want to save our country know where to put the money. They know where to put it because I am promising you with every every sales pitch I've ever done, this is it. You don't get to sit back and we talk about courage being contagious. We have the people that have courage, everybody. They're in this room. There's a, there's hundreds of thousands of them out there. Most of them have quit their jobs and volunteering. They're trying to save their country. They've got they've whole lives you've seen yesterday devoted. They spend 12, 18 hours a day trying to get someone to listen, a judge to listen, or, or their county clerk to listen. We've been taken over by these computers. I agree. 51 countries. 52, Brazil being the last one, have lost their freedoms forever because of these computers. I agree. And we get one shot to save our country and, for that matter, save the world. And this is where you need to put your money right now. Every dime you can spare, the Lindell League or the Lindell Office Fund.org. It needs to support all the people that are out there right now doing the work. There's people out there, do you know what I do? I have borrowed money so many times where I didn't have it to give money to people that didn't have the money. One of them is on this stage right now. He, he's, he's spent every dime he has, and I borrowed money last week to give him money to give so he could come here and do this all the work. Yeah, I mean, people are hurting. Uh, it's, it's a hard time. It's a hard time. The government is oppressive. Tyrants abound. I, I, I absolutely agree with them. Absolutely agree with them. Um, you know, making financial appeals for support. I, you know, I, I need support financially. This is my job. So I appreciate people going to the support links. I don't begrudge people there. Uh, the issue is, again, you know, it's the law. Let's go with what the law is. The law is not... Uh, that well, <laughs> I, I believe we should go for maladministration. We basically say, You guys are doing a bad job, we have all the power, we don't like it, and stop. And what that looks like is you first serve notice, you give observation to government actors, and you tell them what the law is. This is what Josiah is. The link is in the description below. You give notice. Go and train them. Tell them that they are your trustee. Tell them that they have to obey as long as it's constitutional. If you're telling them to do something that's not constitutional, then they don't have to do it. But if someone says, the law says, ask them what law. And when they say statute, understand that your power is it precedes the statute because you're one of the people. And because people have a bad understanding of government, they have a bad understanding of law. Because they have a bad understanding of law, we use one word, law, for multiple meanings. I got people saying, well, what's the case law? That's not law. That's the judge functioning as a legislator. If the judge can dictate what the law is for a subject matter, that means that the legislator was unclear whenever they passed the bill, whenever they said what the subject matter was for the legislation. So why do you need a judge to tell the people what the, legislat what the legislature said in the legislation? That's what case law is. Case law is literally law of the case. It's using the judicial conclusions to stand as the legislative conclusion, which is not what our Constitution says. That's not what we have. That's not what we have. So if you don't understand what the law is, if you don't understand what the basics are, the fundamentals, you get bad law, bad government, which is why we've got these conversations. That's why, that's why all this stuff is going on.
We need to say maladmin. My opinion. We need to say maladministration. We need to say you guys are doing a bad job. This is horrible. We hate it. Get rid of it. Simplify. Because if we really want to be crazy, if we really want to be strict, we go back to where these constitutions were ratified. Oklahoma, Ohio, Florida, Georgia, whatever. Go back to whenever, whatever constitution was ratified and say, we want whatever they meant by elections whenever they said elections then. That's what we want. We want the historical usage of elections or suffrage or voting whenever they said it then. 1892. 17, you know, for, you know, 1793. Whenever whenever that state was rat whenever that state constitution was ratified and it talks about elections in that state constitution, we want that usage. We want that one. That's what we want. Which is the textual meaning, which is the historical use, and that is the tradition of the common law. What we have today is bad precedent because we give our thinking to precedent. We don't have precedent, folks. We have the common law. The common law is where people hold their rights from Jesus, from God. We hold our rights. And you can't take from me unless there's due process. That's what we have. That's what we have. And elections, like I've said, are political events because only people do them. Only people do elections because people choose. Because people are the popular sovereigns, and people as the popular sovereigns have the power to choose. Government doesn't have the power to choose. Government is regulated by the trust indenture, the Constitution. Government officials don't have the power to choose. They are bound by oath to what the Constitution says. So if you're in government, you can't choose, which means you ain't doing an election. You might call it an election, but it's not the same type of an election that people got. The people got elections because the people can choose because the people got the power. Words mean stuff. Words mean things. They mean things. 918-845-9590. The number on the screen. The number on the, <laughs> the, number on the screen. Um, do you think Trump is going to jail? Um, I think that they will probably put cuffs on him. Yes. Um, I think that there will be people that absolutely try to get him in jail. Whether the Secret Service allows him to do that or not is another issue. Um, because the Secret Service gets to protect him. Um, and he's protected as a former president. So if he went to jail, you would have to have a security detail at taxpayer expense in the prison. So I don't think, uh, I don't know what that looks. I just want you to explain how Trump gets around the swings state that won't let him be on the ballot. Well, and, and this is this is where, this is where my involvement in elections is bigger than Trump. I support Trump. I want him to be the president. I believe that he won in 2020. And I believe that, you know, I believe that he probably will, you know, win in 2024. But the states that don't put him on the ballot Let's let's be let's be clear about the Constitution. Article two, section one of the U.S. Constitution says that the electors that elect the president from the states are chosen by the state legislature. So if a state doesn't put Trump on the ballot, that doesn't mean the state electors can't vote for Trump. Because the state legislature chooses the state electors. So if the legislature says we don't want no Trump people, 
we don't we don't want Trump on the ballot because he's a criminal or whatever. That doesn't mean that the electors, who the legislature chooses, can't vote for Trump. They can vote however they want because they were chosen by the legislature to cast a vote for president. But thinking about operationally how Trump gets around the swing states that don't let him get on the ballot, I want to know what a swing state is. I'm I'm of the mind that most states would be straight up for Trump, even California. I think that I think people ain't dumb. Uh, I, I think the fraud is that wide. I think the system is that perverted. I think that we have that much cancer in our election systems. So swing states, I, I, I think is a, um, I think it's a spell. I think it's a magic word that gets people to think about vulnerable, you know, vulnerable states going to the left. Um, you know, this state is up for grabs. No, I don't think that's the case at all. I, 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 uh, I don't buy that. Uh, but I, I don't know how he would get around. Um, okay, someone's sending me stuff. Okay, sure. Um, any more else? Any more? Any more else? 918-845-9555. He's talking about all these podcasts. Does he have me on there? No. <laughs> I, you know, I feel a little bit like I'm in the land of misfit toys, you know, from Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer. <laughs> my, my stuff, I've never, I've never taken a dime from Mike Lindell. I'm not diminishing or discrediting people who do. Um, but there's a reason why I try to stay independent, financially independent from the promo codes. Uh, because, I mean, he who writes your paycheck is, is, is in charge of the message, which is why uh, the best way to support me is at patriotswitch.com slash Jaren. The link is in the description below. And I didn't yoke with them until I got it approved and affirmed that they would never impede my proclamation of the gospel. So for people who don't like or, or investigate and say, well, these people don't believe like I do. Okay, amen. They said they wouldn't touch the gospel. And as soon as they mess with Jaron preaching the gospel, they won't. But if they mess with Jaron preaching the gospel, I'm out. That simple. You don't mess with Jesus. You don't mess with Jesus. Um, okay, then be indicted like Michigan people are right now. Okay, so what does that mean? Then be indicted like the Michigan people. Okay, yeah, so... so um, same guy or same person that writes me is do I think Trump is going to jail um, he says or I'm assuming it's a he then then be indicted like the Michigan people are right now I don't know if it's a he or a she but I don't know what that means then be indicted with the Michigan people right now um, I don't know what that means Let's listen back in, see what he's got. I'm going to wrap this up soon, folks. I don't think he's thinking, saying anything. So, new. These so. machines, it wasn't about one election. Now it was over. And it was so critical. But I will say this. They, uh, if you if you look up there, do, does everybody remember on Newsmax, very famous, on February 4th of 2021, I went on Newsmax, and there were two reporters, and I had just lost, my pillow had just lost the Twitter, which was historical. But let me give you a little background about that. I what the media didn't attack me for like two days. It got as we streamed into February. So like two days they didn't attack me. So I'm going, I gotta get this back in the news. I'm being ignored, right? So I go, you know what I'm laying in bed and I go, it's like eleven thirty at night. Remember I had already lost my personal Twitter. And I'm going to love maybe if I get my you know I lose uh my pillows Twitter charisma worldwide news magnetism energy so I'm getting I'm getting on Twitter and I go, I go, this is what at Jack Dorsey, this is what at Jack did to me to take my Twitter down. 
and or my personal Twitter. The last post ever was my Lindo recovery director that wrote this beautiful thing about me about uh, uh, my past. And uh, anyway, well, guys, there's a lot. I'll give you. Let me finish. Yeah, and I just think of that letter. And um, anyway, they um, they um, so she writes this. So I'm laying in bed, and they didn't take it down, right? And I, I put up another post, and now it gets to be like midnight. I'm going, I got to get up in the morning. I got to get to bed. And I'm going, finally, I said, at Jack, we know you were in on this, this, um, you know, this crime, this election crime. We know you were in on this. And, and all the bots and trolls are go, take him down, Jack, take him down. And he took my Twitter down, my bill of Twitter. So the the person was like the Michigan uh, electors the the so Michigan sent a, a slate of electors that weren't approved. They sent Trump electors and then Biden electors, and now the people in Michigan that are being charged as Michigan electors or fraudulent electors um, are being charged um, with crimes. I would say, um, you know, I, I would <laughs> I I don't know what the charge is. But I would be very interested to see the sworn affidavit. You guys understand? In all, you know, let's just let's just do this. Let's just do this. I'll turn the screen off. Stand that. Stand that. Nope, not that. Let's do this. Let's go back to our constitution. Let's go back to our constitution. Let's go back to our amendments. Oh, hold on. Let me let me bring this up. Let's go back to our constitution. No, 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 no. I want, I want my U.S. Constitution. I want that. Um, let's go to the amendments, bills of rights. My Sixth Amendment, right here. In all criminal prosecutions, in all criminal prosecutions, right? In all criminal prosecutions, the accused. So this would be that Michigander elector shall enjoy the right to a speedy public trial. Amen. So nothing hidden. It's all got to be out in the open. By an impartial jury. So that means all criminal prosecutions have to have a jury. Do you see those two things linked? You can't have a criminal prosecution without a jury. So you have a right to jury. That's that's what that says. Of the state and district wherein the crime shall be have been committed. So wherever the crime was committed, that's where your, uh, that's where your, uh, your jury is. Okay. So that means if, if, if the Michigan district attorney is charging a Michigan elector, then the Michigan district attorney would charge the Michigan elector at the state district court, which is probably whatever county that elector is in. If it's a federal prosecutor, then it would be the federal prosecutor charging the Michigan elector in whatever federal district court the Michigan elector inhabits. Okay, so it will it will no longer it will it will be a Michigan court. It will be in Michigan, but it's also going to be a jury of Michiganders. Okay, it's going to be a jury of Michiganders. But now we got this: um, which district shall have previously ascertained by law, and to be informed of the nature of the cause of the accusation. So you get to be told what you're being prosecuted for. What am I being prosecuted for? Oh, you're being prosecuted for you know being a, a fraudulent elector. Okay, well show me what statute that is show me what charge that is show me where that's at okay to be confronted this is the discussion i'm having with a lawyer on the internet right now to be confronted with the witnesses witnesses that's at least two at least two witnesses at least two witnesses you need two witnesses to someone doing trespass for a crime 
Now, that's not the case for civil. That's not the case for civil. In a civil court, you just need the one person saying, you hurt me. You hurt me. Right? That's a civil claim. This is criminal. Criminal prosecutions, you could potentially go to jail. So if your liberty is at stake, you could go to jail. Now, if you could go to jail, you need multiple witnesses to the same thing. It can't just be a he said, she said. I swear that that person did wrong. Now take him off to jail. Well, what if that person swears that he didn't do wrong and it's just a he said, she said? If it's a he said, she said, it's a wash. Why? Because people are grant. People have the presumption of liberty because they have the right to liberty. Okay, so I'll start preaching if I don't do this stuff. So the witnesses, that's two, at least two, at least two. So to get somebody to, so, ha, so when, when crimes happen, witnesses see something, they report it, but they swear to it being true. They put their neck in the noose and they are willing to go under penalty of perjury and go to jail because they are, they are making claims that are under the pretense of taking someone's liberty. So if the government is going to invade your Bill of Rights, if the government is going to take from you or try to take from you what Jesus gave you, if government, which is made for your benefit, is going to try to take from you what Jesus gave you, then the government has a very high hurdle to even think about taking from you what Jesus gave you. So if the government says you committed a crime, the Constitution, which is the law of the land, says you have to have witnesses. Witnesses must be sworn. They have to be sworn under penalty of perjury. So this is two people with firsthand knowledge swearing to the truth that you did a crime. If you don't have two witnesses sworn under penalty of perjury who are first-hand witnesses to the facts of the case, the government does not have the ability to come and try to take from you what Jesus gave you. So if I'm living my life and I'm just doing stuff and, hey, I'm going to go be an elector, now you're being charged with the crime. Give me the two witnesses that saw me do this. And they better swear under penalty of perjury. And when they swear under penalty of perjury, I, as the accused, I get to subpoena them. I get to depose them. I get to ask them what they saw. I get to separate them and ask them what they saw. And if they contradict each other, they've just impeached themselves. You've discredited the witness. Don't touch me. Get out of my face. You're not going to take from me what Jesus gave me. That is our system. That is the common law. Now let's say that if I don't depose them, the court does have jurisdiction. I get to say to the people, to the jury, because it's a jury trial, right? I get to say to the jury, hey guys, uh, the state legislature sent me Article 2, Section 1. They get to send a different slate. I was sent. The Constitution lets them do it. They got plenary power. And then this godless commie district attorney, whether it's a Fed or it's a state district attorney uh, dist uh, prosecutor, one of these guys has determined to get me, uh, get me under trial. And if that's the case, you guys, the jury, the people, you guys get to judge both the law and the facts. You guys get to look at the statute that these guys are saying that I broke, and you guys can say it's bad. 
So if the legislature passes it, if the president signs it into law, if the governor signs it into law, and the government is using this statute against me, the people, I get to go to you, I get to go to the people, I get to go to the jury, and I get to go, you guys get to judge that law. You've never been told that. You've never been told that. You've never been told that because you now know the power of the jury is so much more powerful than the judge. The jury is going to judge the law and the facts. And whenever we're talking about depriving people of their rights, in this case, liberty, because I get to go to jail if I, you know, I, if I'm committed a crime, I go to jail or I, I lose my property, money or whatnot. To deprive me of anything that Jesus gave me, the jury, who are my peers, who are also people, the jury gets to judge the validity of the charge, the law, against me. And if the jury says, no, that's a stupid law, get that out of here. We don't care if the facts are against this guy. We hate that law. It's stupid. It sucks. It hurts people. Get it out of the way. Now, that doesn't mean that that law is invalidated. It means that that law in that court case can't trespass what Jesus gave the accused. Because the jury, who has the power, told the law, get out of here. Scooch. That's common law. That's what the law is. But you won't have people tell you that. You won't have law schools teach that. You won't have jur you won't have juries be informed that that's the truth. You won't have judges that tell people that's what the truth is. You won't have district attorneys tell people that. Why? Because if people knew, all they had to do was say, um, "These guys weren't there. They're not firsthand witnesses, and this law sucks." The jury'd be like, "Yeah." That does suck because that same law could be used to deprive me of my liberty. That's dumb. I hate that. Hey guys, do we all hate that stupid law that those stupid politicians wrote from those stupid lobbyists that is beating people over the heads? Yeah, we hate it, don't we guys? Yeah, that law sucks, judge. Get it out of here. We don't care about that. Free to go. Free to go. That's the Constitution. That's the law. That's your rights. That's the common law. That's what the law says, and I can prove it. I can prove it. Let's go. Let's let's look at what the well. If I do that, well, we'll, we'll talk about that tomorrow. We'll talk about the stream tomorrow. Come back tomorrow. But that's. I mean, it's just like the people that are getting um, charged by that. Jaron, when are we going to go through the Acts study? I got to finish Luke. Um, someone says, just in case you're interested to talk to them. Uh, yeah, okay. God bless. Um, yeah, so that, that answers the Michigan electors. The, the jury can charge both the law, the, the jury can judge both the law and the facts. Because the jury is a jury of your peers. And, and the, the common law system trusts the wisdom and the plain understanding of people that are common to you to judge whether or not someone is coming at you prejudicially or not. If the government is being tyrannical and they're loading you up with all these charges and you look at the people that are just like you and you say, guys, my liberty, my rights, I, I was doing what I was allowed to do and these guys are hunting me. You guys can tell them to go pound sand and that the whole thing's wrong and let me go because the same thing could be done to you. And their jury's like, yep, you're right. Even if the facts are against you. If the facts prove beyond a reasonable doubt that you committed the crime, but the jury says the law is wrong, the statute is wrong, you can walk scot-free. Because the jury is the judge. 
That's why when we say a judge, it's like, what do you mean by judge? Because judicial power in a criminal prosecution is for the trustee is just for decorum. You can't yell out. You can't say obscene words. You, your turn to talk. Your turn to talk. Here's the flow of things. That's the judge's job to manage the flow and the decorum of the case. But the case, it's the parties against each other. And if you're the accused, you've got rights. And you get to say, Judge, Constitution says witnesses. I only count one. Where's the other one? Jury, Constitution says two. At least two. I only count one. Y'all guys count two? Can you count to two? Yeah. Do you guys count two or one? We count one. Well, does this say witness or witnesses? What's the law? Because you'll have people say, well, my interpretation, I don't care what your interpretation is. Is witnesses plural or singular? If it's singular, you only need one. If it's plural, you need two. Now think about this for every J6er. Literally every J6er. Do they have two sworn statements with first-hand knowledge that they committed a crime? Did they say in front of the jury that this 18 USC statute that's coming against me violates my right to liberty? Guys, it's just when 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 you understand when you understand how much knowledge has been hidden, how many people have been hurt, and you read and you understand changes everything. Let's go back to Mike. Proof, but I made a short half-hour version. When I hear, I'll hear this because to see what we're up against in our communications. So I made a half-hour version because I knew what was going to happen, right? The first gal that called up, I think her name was Kathy. I think she's for the New York Times. I can't remember. But she was the first one to call. 6.30 in the morning. I figured they'd call earlier than that. If, you know, They don't care when they call me. I've told them to call me any time because I needed to get the word out, right? So they call me out. Mike, Mike, Dominion sued you. Might have been a little later because I think I don't know how they... People are telling me stop to... People are telling me. People are telling me to stop. <laughs> people are telling me to stop covering it, so I won't. Okay. Um, so, all right. God bless. Tomorrow, Lord willing, um, if God wills, what I want to do is I want to write. What I want to do on Friday, moving forward, may, and maybe maybe every day, but on Fridays, I want to show how to write something. So every week, we'll be generating documents, and I understand. I, I've I've come to the understanding that I can say stuff, but until people start doing stuff, nothing happens. So I would encourage you on Fridays or whenever, you can watch the streams or podcasts whenever, listen to them whenever, get with other folks, your neighbors, church group, whatever, and start generating the documents that we're going to do and sending them in. Start living as though you are in charge. Start living as though you are the people. Start governing your government as though that's true. And tomorrow, just to wet your whistle and kind of tease it out, tomorrow I'm going to be going over an affidavit where we're just going to say what our status is. We're just going to declare, we're going to claim what our status is in the law. And just so you understand, when an affidavit goes unrebutted, it is true in the law. So if you tell your government that you are one of the people and you ask, and you show them in the Constitution where you are one of the people and then you say, show me that this is wrong in writing, sworn under penalty of perjury, or you agree, that, that, that affidavit stands. Now, if someone in the government comes to you 
and they say, hey, uh, taxpayer, hey, uh, resident, hey, uh, whatever, you get to say, excuse me, there's an affidavit that I sent you. This is why you send it to a lot of people. There's an affidavit I sent you. I sent it to the judge. I sent it to the sheriff. I sent it to the district attorney. I sent all these people. I sent it to all these people, and uh, you didn't respond. So why are you calling me what I'm not whenever the evidence to the court is that I'm one of the people? What you calling me a person for? Where do you get that right? Where was it, Where's the Constitution giving you that power? Where do you have that power? Show me where you get the power to say that I'm not what I, what I swore under penalty of perjury that I am. Because in the law, all things are presumed to be done lawfully until otherwise stated. And status is always presumed until it's clarified. So people teach here how to change your status, how to clarify your status. We will do that with a couple sentences on one piece of paper. And then whenever you send it out, you'll send it out to a bunch of people. And then they won't say anything. And when you get those green receipts back and you've got proof, hey, this is what I sent. I sent you guys this on January, or uh, excuse me, uh, August 18. I sent you August 18, 2023, that I was one of the people. I swore to it under penalty of perjury, demanding that you show me in the Constitution where I'm wrong, or you agree, you didn't answer, so you agree. That stands as, as truth. Judge, what they doing? By the way, you got it too. <laughs> you got the affidavit too. Judge, what you doing? What you talking about? This is thinking as one of the people. This is thinking as though you have the political power. Not them. You do. And how do I know that? As we'll show tomorrow, because the Constitution says. Because the law says. There's no argument against it, because it's true. And the more that you start doing this, the more that we start doing this, now we start changing. Now we start, now we start impacting stuff. Because bare minimum, when you stand on your rights and you've told the judge, judge, it's known to you judicially, you have the evidence, here's the green receipt, it's known to you judicially that I'm one of the people, that prosecutor is trying to put me under the subject matter that the legislature has legislated on. How can the legislature, which is populated by a bunch of trustees and granted power from the Constitution, tell one of the people what the one of the people shall or must do? Show me what legislation, show me one piece of legislation in any of the government that says the people shall, the people must. Show me that. Show me that and I will completely obey whatever you want me to do. It's powerful, folks. And it's not going to be taught. It's not going to be taught and people are going to discredit it because as soon as you, as soon as you start thinking like this, there's no more money for, for lawsuits. There's no more money for attorneys. There's no more money for law schools. Because you're clearing your status standing jurisdiction like that. And you're swearing to it. And here's the thing. Like psychologically, if you send this in, you're going to be afraid. You're going to be like, oh no, they're going to come after me. They're going to be like, what is this? I don't really care. And they won't understand it. But what you've just done is you've clarified the presumption. And you've sworn to it. And when they don't respond, that is evidence. Judge, here's this evidence. They don't got evidence. Do they have evidence that I am what they say that I am? Nope. Okay. Then you got notice. Why why are why are you letting this court continue? Why are you letting this court continue whenever you don't have subject matter jurisdiction because I'm not regulated under the that under that subject matter? 
This is why laws say that any person who, or whomever does, or any person shall, or corporations that, or whatever, statutes specify the subject matter that they have jurisdiction over. Tomorrow's going to be cool. Anyway, uh, appreciate your time. Lord willing, we'll be back tomorrow. Um, Jaron, why were you denied naval service? I wasn't denied naval service. I could understand the Army being a third option, but second seems a little unfair to the Coast Guard. I don't know what you're talking about. Whoever's texting this, I have no idea what you're talking about. I wasn't denied naval service. I didn't try to go to the Navy. Never tried to go to the Navy. Uh, anyway, um, Lord willing, I'll be back tomorrow. Uh, appreciate you watching. Hopefully this was edifying. Uh, believe the gospel, folks. None of this matters if you don't have a right relationship with Jesus. I believe whenever you have right relationship with Jesus, you will get right thinking. You will get right thinking because you will understand that the Bible is true. We need, need, we need, need to read the Bible, believe the Bible, preach the gospel. That's really all I care about. That's real, I, I really, uh, you know, I, I, I like the law. I like the Constitution. I like America. I love all these things. But if you don't know Jesus, it's worthless. It's all worthless. Everything under the sun is meaningless. And when you understand that Jesus is king, Christ is king, now you serve him, you understand how zealous he is to have his government, Christ's government, conquer everything. And when you understand that, it doesn't matter what you do, because if you do anything for his glory, he will use it to conquer. And that's cool. Because now you get to see what your talents are, where he's putting you, what fights you're pu he's putting you in, what fire he's, he's, he's putting you through, like what he's breaking down in your personality, what he's destroying in your personal life, what businesses you're going to get destroyed so that you can learn to uh, survive and, and endure and rely on him. Anyway, uh, appreciate you watching. The gospel is what I care about. There's links in the description below to support me. If the Patriot Switch stuff, you switching your shopping over, if you don't like that, I get it. I would do it. I've done it. Um, you've seen me eat a couple of their mints already. Um, I think it's it's direct product purchase. You can cancel any time. No no fee or punishment for you. Um, you know it's 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 an alternative to Amazon and uh, you know Walmart and all this stuff. And if you do that. Um, price competitive, American manufacturing, it's good stuff. Uh, there's other ways to support. Be a monthly giver, a recurring giver, one-time giver. The links are in the description below. Appreciate you all. God bless you all. Uh, until next time, I am Jaron Jackson. I do love America. Don't quit. Go to war.